Hey guys, I'm gonna start answering all your marketing questions and concerns on here. I'm gonna give you quick bite-sized actionable marketing strategies and tactics that will help you attract new patients immediately and grow your practice. Every Monday, a short episode will come out and each month we will be covering a topic. Topics like ground marketing, Google AdWords, internal marketing, reputation management, and more. And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today. No strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. Hey, Crystal, talk to us about uncommon marketing methods. Tell me one or a couple tactics or strategies that will help bring in new patients. Yeah, great question, Mike. So the it all came about when I was spending uh, and gifting my patients a choice of different gift cards to local area businesses and giving them a choice of one of four options, iTunes, Amazon, and what have you. And when they chose one, right, most of the time they would genuinely appreciate the gift and would reciprocate. And then that we took that moment uh, based on the power of influence to ask for something in that moment, a review, a referral, schedule their next appointment, what have you. But as time went on, I started looking at those gift cards and how much money I was spending on them thinking, well, I wonder if there's a way I could leverage the power of the gift card, but without having to pay for the gift card, as well as build more of a community awareness and, re- and referral basis in my local community. So I went to my uh, favorite restaurant one night for dinner called Ruggie's, an Italian restaurant. And I noticed that it was slim pickings. There was nobody there. Okay. And this should have been a normal, busy Friday or Saturday night. Hmm. And what I recalled, it was about the second or third time it had been like that the last couple of weeks I'd been. So I knew Arugis had two locations originally and one had just closed down due to poor results. And so I was afraid this was going to happen to my favorite one here. So I bring the manager over and, I, and I'm asking him questions. I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? Do you need more new clients? And he's like, yeah. Are you spending money in marketing to get them? He's like, yeah. Is it working? He's like, I don't know. I don't think so. I was like, well, I asked him some simple questions. Like, well, how much do you think if you did get a new client in the door based on what you're spending, how much is that costing you? You know, I wanted to anchor him to some number of what he's really willing to spend to get a person in the door. And I was like, are you paying 200 bucks a person? Is that what it costs you? So if you spend a thousand bucks, you get 10 people, it costs you a hundred bucks. He's like, no, it's not 200. And it's not 100. I was like, well, was it 75, 50? He's like, yeah, it's probably around 50 to 75 bucks a person. It's like, okay. So you already know that's what you're willing to spend now. So I said, here's what I want to do. I want to promote you to every one of my uh, 3,000 active patients. Can I do that for you? So I want to be the first to give to him. And of course, he was like, oh my God, that'd be fantastic. Thank you so much. How are we going to do that? I was like, well, here's what I'll do. You already said you, you, you're used to spending, you know, 50 to 75 bucks. I'm going to create a gift card. I'll make it up. It'll have my info on the back of the card. I need your logo and company name on the front. And it's going to be for $10. And uh, I'm going to pass that out to every one of my patients, okay, new and existing. And all I ask you to do is if one of my patients shows up and uses the card, you just honor it and give them $10 off. Now, there's no money. It's not like a magnetic strip. It's only which a value we put on it, right? So they can't spend nine bucks and get a dollar back. But if they show up, if they spend, give them $10 off their meal and hold the cards for me. And once a month, obviously, I'm going to be here anyway. I'll pick up all the cards and I'm going to recycle them, right? And so I'm kind of collecting the cards, mostly to see like if I give out, you know, studies show that like if you give somebody just a flat out gift that they didn't ask for, only about a third of the time do people appreciate it. 
So if I give out 100 gift cards, I would expect around 30 to 40 would show up and use it. And so, but if I said, that's kind of what I was testing, right? So if I come back the next month and I've given out 100 gift cards and nobody used one, well, what does that tell me, right? They didn't value the gift I gave them. Yeah. But at the same time, if, you know, 30 or more used it, then I know it's a win-win for everyone. It's a win for the business because they got new clients. It's a win for me because I gave my patient a gift that they valued. And now, of course, they're going to reciprocate in kind when I ask for treatment, referrals, or reviews, whatnot. So we started running that program with the Rugis, and it really worked really well for them. I mean, they were getting, like, like we said, 30 to 40 new clients a month who were coming back to become repeat customers. And, of course, the, the main owner there, Mr. Ruji, was a little concerned at first because he asked me, he's like, well, Dr. Phillips, what happens when somebody comes in and spends $11 to get $10 off? He was just assured that was what was going to happen the majority of the time. And I was like, well, you know, his name was Steve. I was like, Steve, I love you, you know, and appreciate your opinion, but you don't know the facts. <laughs> the studies show that's just not how average people work. I said, but here's what I'll do for you, because I know his scarcity mindset in that moment was a barrier. And if I didn't satisfy, I wasn't going to do it. So I said, here's what I'll do. I got to take this barrier off your plate. If that ever happens, if anyone ever comes and spends 11 bucks to get 10 bucks off and you lose money, hold that card for me, make a note of it and let me know the next time I'm in here and I'll give you 10 bucks for every time that happens. Doesn't have to cost you, right? This should be a win for you, not a loss. So when I removed the barrier, of course, then he was like, yeah, let's do it. I was like, okay, great. So how many times in the three years that I run this program with the Ridges did I have to pay him 10 bucks? Zero? Zero. <laughs> Now, I expect at least once or twice, right? Because, yeah, yeah. but yeah, not one time. But then I could take that data and the new client numbers and leverage that to go to the next business. So then I started targeting other small businesses in our areas. Or if you're smart, you, know, you start with uh, small business owners who are already sitting in your chair. Who better to support, right? <laughs> than your patients already, okay? And you want to make sure you vet these people. Make sure that these are people that you, you want people to use their service, like, so the next place I did a nail salon and I sent my team to get their nails done, okay? Because I don't know anything about nails. Because the worst thing you can give someone is a bad experience. I want to make sure that my team would recommend this place. And of course, the first nail salon they went to, they said they would not recommend. The second nail salon I sent them to the next month, they said they would not recommend. It wasn't until the third one, of course, then I'm thinking, wait, am I paying for nails every month now? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until the third one that everybody was like, yeah, yeah, this is the place, okay? Mm -hmm. So then I was able to go approach the manager who might appreciate the fact that I just paid for 14 of my team members to get their nails done. That might be a good day for them above average. So I leveraged that moment and in goodwill because the manager was just stoked that I was there to pay for everybody and ask them the same questions I did of the Ruggies guys. Like, hey, do you need new clients? Are you already spending money to get them? Do you have a coupon out there? Because if you're already committed to giving it away as a coupon, why wouldn't they let you give it away as a gift card instead? Mm -hmm. Right? It's the same thing. So same thing. And sure enough, they were like, yeah, we got a coupon. It's worth about five bucks off. I was like, great. Can I give a $5 gift card to my patients? And all I ask you to do is if they show up, you give them five bucks off, hold the cards, I'll come around and get them once a month. And then we you leverage that success to get the next business and the next business. So I had about 25 different businesses locally on the gift card program. So businesses, all small, small mom and pop kind of places like bakeries and coffee shops and, you know, women's apparel places, uh, golf stores. I tried, you know, I did get a couple of franchises like for pizza and whatnot, but it's hard when there's a, it's a corporate kind of group because there's too many layers of red tape to find the real decision maker. For instance, one pizza place, uh, Jets Pizza, took me six months to climb through the corporate ladder just to find the right person to talk to. That's why I say start with people local, start with your local small businesses and who better to support than those that are in your chair. Because not only did it start with me supporting them, right? The gift cards didn't cost me anything. They honored mm -hmm. them, print these things. So we're talking 24 cents each, 
And I printed enough of them that eventually they just were all getting recycled. So it's like a one-time expense. Okay? Yeah. The businesses win because, of course, it doesn't, it's the best marketing they could ever do because it only costs them when a person shows. And, of course, it's went for the patients because I vetted these businesses and made sure that these are places I want people to, to frequent. You need to use this mobile dry cleaning place. You need to use this car wash guy. You need to use this bakery and this coffee place, right? Mm-hmm. You need to go to Rudy's for dinner. Like, so I wanted to make sure I sent them to places I know they were going to have a great experience and then re- reciprocate with me accordingly. But what it ended up doing, because I built so much goodwill with those businesses in that community, well, anytime dentistry came up in their business, who do you think they mentioned and promoted, right? They promoted mm-hmm. us. Gave me access to their client list so they would do e-blast and promote my stuff to their client base on my behalf. When I did grassroots events like patient appreciation parties at the practice, they would spread the word to all their clients. So I'd have a table for them to represent their business for free at my event and then in exchange promote it to their people, right? So I could bring in more potential new clients. So it ended up being a powerful community builder for me from the business standpoint um, and an uncommon marketing tactic I used to get more new patients in the door. Nice, man. So from right now, what you just said, how do you ask for the, their email list? Like, do you just, once everything's going great, you're like, hey, man, so I want to do an email blast to your pitch. Is that how you do it? Or Yes. Obviously, you got to prove that you're worth, right? Mm-hmm. I want to you know, get in the door. At least the hardest commitment is to get them to start it. And the hardest one is always the first business. That's why I say you want to start the first business you approach this with is somebody you have some kind of relationship with already. That's going to make it easier. Somebody who's going to, who knows you is going to give you the benefit of the doubt to try this thing out. Uh, like a Ruji's for me. Like, you know, I'm like Norm from Cheers there. You know, I'm there every week. Mm-hmm. So who better to ask? They're going to trust me. That's why I say if you don't have a place like that in mind that you frequent a lot, then start with a patient that's in your chair who's a small business owner. Because again, they already know you. They're more likely to try this out. Once you get one, you can leverage that data and their results to get two more. And once you got two more and you got three total, now you can get six. Then you can get 12. So it gets a whole lot easier to start cold calling offices about your plan in when you've got solid data to back it up from other businesses, right? Um, but that's how it starts. So start with somebody you know and then build it from there. Gotcha. The gift cards. Where do you go get them done? You know, I used to use a place called factorymarts.com, but uh, I think COVID unfortunately shut that business down. But if you just look up uh, custom uh, gift cards, there's all kinds of websites that'll do that for you, you know. Depending on how much you buy, they can be anywhere from 24 cents to 30 cents each. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so you want to bet the... And real quick, when you're betting the patients in the chair, what are the questions you guys? I'm like, hey, how's business? Is it good? Is it bad? Or like, what? how did you go yeah. about with that? So first I ask them, hey, could you use more new clients? Because if they say no, then the conversation's done. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, most of them are probably going to say, of course, we could always need new clients. Okay. Uh, now I want to put some value in their mind. Well, how much is a new client worth to you? If they know how much they spend on average in a year, that's great. If they don't know what their value is, then how much are they spending to get them? Are you spending money in marketing to find them right now? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, how much? Like I said, go back to the acquisition cost is what they call it. So if you're spending a thousand bucks and getting 10 people in the door. It costs you a hundred bucks per person. That's your acquisition cost. And so I like to anchor them high, right? So is, are you spending 200 bucks a month? Is it a hundred bucks a month? Is it 50 bucks a month? And I just want to get them to an agree to some number, whatever that number is. As long as that agreement is that number is going to be higher than what I'm going to pitch them on the gift card, right? Because the gift cards don't have to be a ton of money. Studies show that a $5 gift card has twice as much influence as a $50 reward or incentive. Small gifts have bigger impacts. So 
giving away a five or $10 gift card at most is all you need to get them committed to. But if they've already said they, they're used to giving away 50, hoping to get one, well, now you're presenting them a scenario where it's only gonna cost them five or 10 bucks and it only costs them when the person chose. So asking commitment questions that are guiding them down the path. So each yes leads to this mindset that they're gonna wanna say yes to this program I have now. They get more to clients. It's less than what they're spending already. It only costs them when they show. If there's any barrier, like I said, like they're afraid that they're gonna lose money, then get rid of the barrier. Cover that 10 bucks or five bucks for them, if that ever happens. Yeah. To me, it's, it's a calculated risk. It may happen once or twice, but again, I make my strategies for the masses, not for the exceptions. Worst case, like maybe you get lucky in my scenario, it never happens. Get them over the barrier and get it going with one office or one business and, and see the results. Like see, you know, if you're giving these things out, on average, if you're giving out 100 cards, about a third should be turning those things in. Uh, hmm. And if they are, man, that's gonna, that could change your community's businesses like overnight, what that can yeah. do for them. Yeah, right? they'll wanna talk about you and everything like that, social media and stuff. You're right. It lets you know, because <laughs> I thought that, let's you know the mindset I was in right now. Cause I was like, what if you pay $11, you know, you order something for $11 an appetizer and then the $10, I was thinking that, but it's good. Breaking down that barrier. Truthfully, the studies about gift cards are this. People who have a gift card spend more money than people that don't have a gift card. Why do they spend more money? Because they have a gift card. Hey, let's get that appetizer we don't normally get because we got a gift card. Let's get dessert. Let's get a bottle of wine. So people always overspend when they have a gift card. So that's the, the enormous studies that back that up. So I was kind of safe in my, you know, giving him this as a risk-free option uh, because I know the science, right? I told him, I appreciate your opinion, but I know the science. Yeah, maybe one might do that, but the majority are not going to come in and spend 11 bucks to get 10 bucks off. Yeah, man, that's brilliant. Would you recommend doing this, right? And you're already having the, the system going along, right, with, with the businesses. And let's just say you're a pediatric practice or a special, right, right? Or you're doing something specific and you decide to gather some gift cards and use those to like, hey, I'm going to give it to this pediatrician. I'm going to give it to this general dentist, right? Because I'm a pediatric or whatever, right? And then kind of almost like a gift to them kind of thing or now nah, you wouldn't recommend doing that? I mean, you literally, you can gift it to anybody you want, right? That's the key. And especially if you come with a, a gift basket, if you will, full of gift cards to local area businesses. The thing with gifts is it, it has to be unexpected, number one. So that gets you some power. But ideally, if there's something in there that's meaningful or significant to that person, then it's going to amplify the result even more. So let's say you give them 10 gift cards to area businesses, but three of them they're really attracted to, really use or want to use. Uh, then all of a sudden your gift has a lot more weight behind it, a lot more influence, even though they only use three of the 10 gift cards. You can still do that. And, and the key is, is that don't assume they appreciate it. Wait for them to respond. So if somebody who really, like people come in and generally thank me for giving them that gift card to Ruji's, like they said, I went for my anniversary. They were spectacular. Mm -hmm. This was a great recommendation. Hey, my pleasure. That's your moment of power. Once they thank you, you know you've given them something of significance. That's the time to ask for something. You just got to be ready to what you're going to ask for. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome, Chris. I appreciate your time. And if anyone has further questions, you can find them on the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group or where can they reach out to you directly? Well, you can find out more of these little nuggets in my new textbook, The Complete Book on Dental Marketing. This has just been launched, uh, available on Amazon, which basically covers everything I know about marketing from the last 20 years and more. And you can also reach out to me at chris at drphelpshelps.com. Awesome. So guys, that's all going to be in the show notes below. And Chris, thank you for being with me on this Monday morning marketing episode. Thank you.